Hello, this week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Brains! Nom 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 brains. Basically. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we are the co-authors of a silly science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad! You can check it all out at prisondad.com. Yes. But this week we're not here to talk about Prison Dad. We're well, talk- we're always here to well, talk about prison. Of course. Each volume, $9.99. Available on Amazon.com. Kindle, $4.99. Good anyway. stuff. It is not scary nope. or violent or nope. dangerous. It's just fun. It's fun. So don't Fun's be off great. put by the mention of prison. Yeah. In any event. So if you are listening to this early... Uh, we will be in North Wales at the Fall Fest on Saturday the 29th of October. Right. If you're you can... listening to this like all of our other listeners, you've missed us. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, You can check out on prisondad.com uh, all the information about it. So it should be yeah, a lot be of a fun. it a fun time. It benefits mm-hmm. doggy pups. There's a race beforehand. You can bring your kids. You can bring your dogs. You know, it's a good time. There's going to be food. There's going to be other vendors. Yeah. Some really nice people. We're going to be there. We are going to be there. And we're nice people. We're so nice. Mm-hmm. I was there last year and we'll I had candy. a really nice time. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have candy. We have our books. <laughs> meet some other folks. But let's talk about zombies. Zombies. So we have a lot to cover this week. So They're we're just going gonna, just to like, get you, Jeffrey. Ah! <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about maybe some zombie movies you haven't seen. We're going to talk about the difference between, you know, certain, like, difference between zombies. We're going to say our mm-hmm. basis of zombies is the night of living the dead. Died, come back to life, slow walking, scratch or bite, you get infected. Inexplicably, yes. 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 So, let's start off by talking about a movie we saw called Life After Beth. Yeah, this was a fun indie comedy. Mm-hmm. It um, features Aubrey Plaza, who, right, uh... who's hilarious. <laughs> she's Parks just, and Rec. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh. Another <laughs> Jeff crush. Oh, but anyway, oh. no, this is a funny one. So basically, uh, this this young man has a girlfriend that he's like crazy about. She dies, but he doesn't know it, and she is a zombie. Yeah, her, she comes it's, back. It's p- faintly obvious. It's patently obvi- obvious to anybody watching the movie, but he's in denial. For right. Now. And yeah. her dad is John C. Riley, and he's trying to. You know, and the, and the mom's Molly well. Shannon. Yeah, yeah. trying to keep it under wraps, but it's it's painfully obvious. It's pretty that, pretty obvious that she is indeed a zombie. Yeah, the undead and hungry for flesh. Yes, yeah, exactly. But not like making out like nope. spicy teenager flesh. <laughs> actual actual eating. straight up. So flesh. Um, yeah, and she's not you know very able to to uh, engage in conversation. You know, well, in the beginning a little Probably bit, a little but gross. she's a little. A little dirty. Her condition worsens as the movie goes on. Right. We're not going to say too much more because a lot of people haven't seen Life After Beth. Well, yeah, we're not going to spoil it. But that's generally the premise, and it's fun. It's it's like it's funny. It's not mm-hmm. intended to be like a serious no, sad no, no, movie no, no, at no, all. No. It's funny. Exactly. Yeah. And so goofy. Life After Beth gives us the you know two thumbs up. Totally. Great. Uh, moving on is a short-lived show that was on Sci-Fi for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Produced by Ronald Moore, Roger Moore, who was, um, you know, uh, Deep Space Nine, Next Generation, uh, and more famously from the Battlestar Galactica right. reboot. So this show was called Helix. Mm-hmm. It was on, like, Fridays, like, nine, and the first season was about um, an Arctic research base. Right. Which was overrun by some experiments gone wrong. Right. And, you know, created some... scientists some... came to try to fix the situation, mm-hmm. but... 
they were not, you know, nope. it was hard yep. to do. And that's mm-hmm. why there was a season two. Angie and I, we loved Helix. Every episode was great. Every episode made you scream because something crazy happened. Um, both seasons were, were really good, and then Sci-Fi just flat out canceled it. Yeah, I watched the first season. Um, I, I didn't get into the second season where I believe they were on a boat. They were trying to they were get on away a, from... They were on like, a, like an island. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like a cult. Like, they were in like a, like, right. like a cult. Right, yeah, because they, was... they escaped where they were. and went. But anyway, I mean, the, the episodes I saw were pretty cool. It was definitely a creepy, interesting show. The makeup was good. The characters were They call them vectors, and... is what they called the, the right. critters that so are that, coming yeah. back. So we weren't, we weren't, you know, we were infected here. We weren't dead. Right. Yes. You know, we were so definitely infected with all like that black goop. Yeah, or disease goop. of some sort. Yeah. That they were trying to determine the origin of so that they could cure it. So it's kind of like streamsies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Helix was a great show. I saw it was on... It was on either Prime or it was on Netflix. Like the whole both seasons were on there. Uh, it was it was a great show, great great cast too. Um, yeah, really really good. You know, we saw some like glimpses into the future too, where there's people that are like living with the infection, and there was like you know more and more people were infected, and um, you know it's a, it was a shame it didn't last because it was a great show. Moving on, this next one uh, is uh, Casey and I watched this show. It was called Dead Set. What Dead Set is, is, and this is, they just added this to Netflix, like, maybe a week ago. Dead Set is a miniseries that was on the BBC, and it took place during the filming of uh, Big Brother, which, you know, who, most of us here, that if you're listening to this science fiction podcast, you probably don't watch Big Brother. I know I don't. No, but it's huge <laughs> in the UK. Like, huge! I, I read, like, Russell Brand's autobiographies, and he's always talking about that show, and I was like, what the heck? Who even cares about that? I think they had, like, one season in the US, and people were like, who cares about this crap? Nope. It's, it's like, 15 seasons. It's still on. In the US? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yep. I had no idea. I, I know no one that watches it or talks exactly about it. Exactly who's watching it. So, the, the point is here that everyone's cut off from the outside... And that's when the zombie apocalypse is happening outside of the show. But the people on the show, the cameras are pointed on, they have no idea what's going on outside. So it's it's kind of a to the man comes yeah. Well, you know, then someone gets kicked off and then they leave and, and when they leave nobody's it. you know, they they go outside to expect this big, you know, crowd to welcome them outside of the house to talk about the exit and nobody's there except for Munchers! Munchers! Uh, yes, that's what they call them on the strain. We're not going to talk about the strain, strain or I Am Legend because those are actually vampires, Correct. even though they behave like zombies. Exactly. So just pointing that out to yeah, anybody that's wondering. Um, said that. We'll talk about those in another episode where we just talk about more vampire films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, then uh, another TV show that it was a, a failed pilot, but I thought the pilot was great. And um, it's called Babylon Feels. Now, there was a rumor that, it, that CBS was going to bring it back. But uh, some of us pirated the, the pilot. And it was, it was kind of interesting. It's, um, oh, who's the guy who played um, Randall Flagg in The Stand? Oh, I can see his face, but I don't remember his name. Jamie something? Is yeah. it Jamie something? He's got a very interesting last name that's not easy to look up. So the concept here is that people are rising from their graves. Graves! And returning back. And apparently when they're coming back, they're uh, really spicy, too. Whoa! So they're coming back from the graves, and they're just ready to go. So um, 
and uh, some of the people that come back aren't you know like the nicest people out Jamie there. Jamie Sheridan. That's Sorry. what it is. Yep. Yeah, Jamie Sheridan. So Jamie Sheridan plays a, a guy who comes back from the dead, and he's not really the nicest guy in town. So he's going to go uh, collect some old debts that's owed to him. And some people are afraid that he's back. And uh, we see at the end of the pilot, I'll just give it away because it's almost impossible to find. Uh, at the end of the pilot, he gets the hunger. Dun, dun, spicy! Dun. Apparently the young people are calling it thirst now when you're spicy. And maybe even... Oh, I meant the hunger like he was, he was like the hunger he wanted to eat human flesh. flesh. Yeah, brains. Well, brains and stuff. Sure. Yeah. That's that's one. But the thirst is what they're calling getting spicy? Yeah, when you're spicy, like, almost the point of desperation. Just pointing it out. You learn new things every like day. Like, spicy to the point of Craigslist? These kids, like, they're, they're saying stuff like, on fleek. Ah! I nope, don't know. nope, nope. That did is it. either. I dared you, and you did it. I know. <laughs> Just, you know, pointing it out to our readers and listeners. Uh, so, Babylon Fields uh, could have been a cool concept. be interesting to see where they were going with that. But, um, you know, I guess we'll never know at this point. Let's move on to an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Which is very unlike most Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in that it's not really focused on Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, the movie's called Maggie. Yes, we talked about this one once before. I think we, it was but, either um, in the Movies You Missed right. podcast, maybe? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's Abigail Breslin is a teenage daughter of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and she contracts this virus that turns turning her into a zombie but this is a really interesting movie because it's actually just really sad yeah it's very sad and it's interesting it's really about like human nature and human relationships it's almost a year to a year and a half that is the transformation right it doesn't happen right away no but it's happening to a lot of people and it's incurable and there's you know army facilities and government facilities where they send people to essentially die, die, and nobody knows what happens to them when they get there. But you know, as the disease progresses, you become more and more unstable and potentially violent. Um, but before you get really sick, you're with your family, and they know that you're dying. So it's almost like cancer, but yeah, it's you true. know, but it turns you in. I mean, well, cancer can turn some people into monsters depending on the effects that it it's has. True, on them. yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's really like sort of heartbreaking and sad and interesting about like how how society deals with this disease and how people deal with each other was, when everything they're sick was so or not. dark and just so bleak and just yeah but, just, but it gave good, you the feeling of like no hope good story it was you a great know, just story very well done and arnold schwarzenegger did a really lovely job of, of playing the dad i don't he know if i've ever seen him like that yeah and, yeah and, and and this is post governor yeah, yeah. I, I just really enjoyed this movie so if you get a chance to check it out it's it's worth a watch for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Matt Maggie was great. It didn't really get a lot of advertising. But, you know, it was I straight up indie. It, on, it was on indie like movie. Netflix, and we were like, "What is this?" I thing? think we actually got the disc at the time. Yeah, we might. But have, then it was a it streaming was, later. I don't yeah. think it's still on the streaming platform. But Maggie is a great a great movie. Yeah, it's super cool. So um, while we're on the subject of zombie movies, we should talk about where it Zombies! all kind of came from, right? and that's Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that's so, the line I was talking right, yes. about earlier. Yes, the comes to get you. Yes. Yes, and not any of the many remakes, like the one where, where they text her and it says they're oh, coming yeah, to get you. Nope, 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 nope. And that, and that one, I think they're actually watching the original Night of the Living Dead in in that one. And like, nope, this is bad, 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 bad. But yeah. the reason that you can remake that movie over and over and over and over again is that something happened to the rights and it's completely royalty free. Like That's you could, cool and you dang. could box it and sell it. I don't know who buys. I actually somewhere. bought it 
um, real cheap when I was working at Blockbuster Video. It was like one of the first movies that came out like super cheap yeah. to own. And so I bought That's it. That's because I'm like making copies in my basement. I mean, basically. That's what it was. <laughs> but uh, the first one is definitely creepy. You know, it's black and white. Yeah. Uh, it's eerie. Um, it's stark looking. And it's just, you know, the zombies rise for no apparent reason that anyone can figure out. And then by the next day, I think they're they're gone. They're not still zombieing around. It's sort of like a limited duration of zombage. Well, there was the whole thing where they had to, like, escape the farmhouse. They're held up in this farmhouse the whole time. Right, yeah. And they were trying to, like, you know, they were talking about, like, you know, you got burned, you know, shoot him in the head and you got burned the body. Right. So that was, that was the, the whole thing. And then there was the big daring escape, you know, from the farmhouse. And then, you know, we saw, you know, they, they were spaced out about ten years later. It was Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And we're not talking about the, the James Gunn and um, Zack Snyder version. We're talking about, you know, the original one where they start off in Philly. Philly! They take a helicopter to Pittsburgh. Zombies of Philly. And they're in Pittsburgh, you know, in the mall the, re- the rest of the time. Um, you know, uh, they're still the slow-moving, you know, slow-moving dead. That's mm-hmm. actual, you know, because if you're dead, you're not going to be running around. That's more like the rage yeah, kind of style. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, that's like in later zombie movies. Right. Like, what was that... Oh yeah, when they made when Brad Pitt did the uh, I wasn't even put that I didn't even put yeah, that on here. Yeah, it was so stupid. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's not worth watching. The book is cool. World War Z is a great World War book, Z, but but the yeah, movie it's a great is collection of short stories, different short stories. Stupid, like, we like short stories. Yes, but yeah, but like in the movie, like the zombies can move like super fast. And yeah, that's not they weren't like that in the zombies book. Zombies is like. Yeah, like Michael Jackson's Thriller or Night of the Living Dead, where they can't move quickly because their bodies don't work they're d- anymore. Decaying, they're decaying. Yeah, they're right. falling apart. Right. They're, you know, wearing clothes that are falling off of them and getting tangled on them, and yep. they're not self-aware. They can't, you know. So Night of the Living Dead, we were stuck in a house. Dawn of the Dead, we were held up in a mall. Right, because that's supposed to be part of like the idea of where the zombie horror movie came from. Is just the idea of brainless masses yeah you know consumers right mm-hmm. so that's that's why they're in the mall because that's you know people in the mall are very zombie like yeah a day and at christmas they even get a little violent if you mm, if you take the sweater violent. that they're that they were trying to so choose I do all my shopping grandma. online so do i so <laughs> followed up by day of the dead which is they were kind of in a not kind of they were in like a underground like bunker like a bomb shelter or like a military mm-hmm. installation that was underground looking for a cure so then we, we had a lot of time off, and we brought we were brought back in uh, Land of the Dead, mm-hmm. and this was the first time I downloaded a script for a movie, and this is like I don't know, I feel like it was like fifteen years ago at this point. Uh, downloaded a script for the movie and like read the whole script, and it was like it was it was accurate. It was the actual script, so it was That's like kind of cool. Like going into it, like I was like, oh, I read this. Um, uh, Land of the Dead was you know it had its highs and its lows. You you know, you went back to like you know they they pretty much walled off Pittsburgh, and they had um, you know the rich people were living up high and the poor people were living down on the ground. Oh, so, so it's like an accurate representation yeah. of like the world. Yeah, yeah, or exactly. Yeah. Oh God, no. <laughs> so uh, Land of the Dead was uh, you know it is what it is. It, it wasn't the gre- greatest movie in the world. It wasn't really terrible either. But then they did Diary of the Dead, and oh, this kind of was. Cool. 
awesome. Yeah, I thought this that was, was a cool movie. Found footage. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. kids that went to like Pitt and they're trying to get to Scranton. I think is what the the trip I think was. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was like you know growing up in like Pennsylvania. You know, like, so oh, you yeah. know these things. It was creepy. It you was couldn't creepy. always see what was going on. No, because you only had the the found POV first person. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the camera. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Die of the Dead was just a great, just a great, like, uh, kind of like, I don't want to say reboot, but... No, but it was cool. It's, yeah. It's a solid film. It's a good watch. But you know what was terrible was they took the, the military guys that, that came and, like, took a whole bunch of their stuff at the end of the end of the movie. They gave them their own movie in Survival of the Dead, and this movie is just awful. I kind of think that, yeah, like, sometimes they do remakes with military people and they completely suck. Like, what was that movie, The Hills Have Eyes, right? The first one was so damn scary. But then the second one, it was, like, all these people that had been, like, in the Gulf War or something, and they were, like, dealing with hillbillies, and I was like, I, I don't care. Do you know why? Because it worked in Alien 2. Aliens. It worked in Aliens. But it makes sense if aliens are, like, attacking humans to send the military out. Like, hillbillies? I, we're not talking about I hillbillies. But Survival of the Dead was just, it was about, like, a, there's, like, an island off the coast of, I think, South Carolina, and there were, like, two warring families that, like, yeah, on the land. It weird. just, it would just, it just was not, just not good. So, that, that's kind of like, you know, that's all Romero. That's all George Romero. Mm-hmm. But the greatest spoof on, on all these zombie movies is the next one we're talking about, and that's Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead! Shaun of the Dead is outstanding. Oh, we saw it in the theater, and... You know, I knew it was going to be good, but it was it was ten times the movie that I thought it was going to be. I just love Simon Pegg. Like, I think he's so endearing. It was the first... And... You know, besides, you know, uh, I watched Spaced after I saw this, but mm-hmm. it was the first time, you know, we were introduced to the Nick Frost and Simon Pegg yeah. duo. Yeah. I really enjoyed them, and this movie was just... It was funny, it was sad, it was gross. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah, it was scary too. It was surprising, too. you know, and it was it was just, it's just a really fun, cool movie. The mm-hmm. writing is really good. The the lines are very snappy. Every second was like carefully like planned out. Yeah, and they this. like they're hanging out in a pub. Like yep. it's more English than that. That's yep. it's so funny. It's like yep. that's where you would go hide out. Um, so we kind of riff on that a little bit in our squirrel, squirrel cane. Yeah, squirrel cane, definitely. The end of the squirrel cane, uh, the first squirrel hang, cane, yeah, definitely. If you want to read the squirrel cane, it's, um, it's free on our website, prisondad.com, but yeah, we got the idea to have them beat the squirrels by hanging out in the pub from Shaun of the Dead. We will admit that. So. Yeah, totally. Um, so what else can you say? I mean, it was, it was Just check really it out. Great. And the end is, is sort of funny and sweet too. Um, oh, yeah. There's so many like good like little cameos in this yes, movie, there and are. and yeah, just the lines are good, and the characters are, or they seem like real people that you would know, just sort of trying to survive. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a really, it's a good time. Now the movie that kind of brought all this, like rebooted the zombie genre, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. Now they're not zombies awesome. because they're not dying; they're infected and they're like rage, aholics, yeah, rage monsters. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's a monkeys, I guess, have it and they pass it on to people, and it makes them go like crazy and yeah. like rage. violent. They can't, they're not quite themselves anymore. They're, like if it was your dad or your mom or something like that, you can't really reach them and speak to them anymore. They just want to kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. They're not. You know, so it's like sort of zombies, but it's more like sick people. But it's 
they've it's sort of like they've passed on to a point where they're not themselves anymore. No, right? and they're not and coming back. Yeah, and there's no way to to get back to that person that they were. So, like vampire movies, right. like a lot of times, like the vampire still acts like the person that they right, were, but they exactly. get hungry sometimes. Like this, pretty much the whole personality is obliterated and taken over by this, like just Need anger. Just, not even they yeah. don't want to eat brains, they don't want to eat people, but they want to destroy and mm-hmm. kill. Um, which is kind of like Stephen King did a book, Cell, which is, the book is really good. Yeah. Don't bother watching don't, the movie. No. It, you know what? Really actually, like it hasn't even Kuzak. come out yet, but we got a copy of it, it and just... really not Oh, good. no, it was bad. It was not good. It was really bad. It was unfortunate, because the book is really it's good a, and scary, but... As soon as movie, they opened it up, and it was like a completely different setting, I was like, nope, nope. You just yeah, kept the they, character names. Yeah, no, the ending, the ending was... It's kind of... The ending was yeah. like... And John Cusack's acting was solid. His I really hair was terrible. Him. Yeah, his hair. Sometimes they do weird stuff to his hair. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think they try to make him look younger than he is, and it's like, just let him be whatever, how old he is, 40s, 50s. But anyway... So um, we're talking about 20 days, days later, later as being, you know, movie. it was great. And so then um, and I Danny think this, Boyle directed it, and I think it had something to do with the writing movie, but then the second one, 28 weeks later... That's um, good too. You know, I, I still like the first one more. I still like the I think first it's one so more. So much more like shocking. I love that whole aspect of like, yeah, there's zombies and the zombies are evil and scary or or the rage people, rage mm-hmm. demons, but humans yeah. are still dicks. Yeah. Which I think like The Walking Dead like kills it in right. that respect by being right. like, yeah, you have this threat that's that's like destroying all of humanity, but guess what? Humans are still being dicks. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, the. Twenty eight weeks later is still pretty pretty cool too. That's so the the concept here is Begby, that right? It's, yeah, yeah. Francis Begbie. <laughs> oh well, that's what I want to say. Uh, in twenty eight days later, you know, you, you, when you're teaming up with Mad Eye Moody in the oh, to get out sure. of the yeah, zombie yeah, apocalypse, yeah, it might not work out well. But in twenty eight weeks later, um, yeah, it's it's Francis Begbie from uh, Train Spotting. Uh, so the the concept here with twenty eight weeks later is that. You know, it's been a while. They bring the U.S. military in to make, like, a safe zone for the survivors right. in the middle of London. Right. And then, of course, we get breached. Right. So, um, you know, and then we see a great teaser at the end of where you see the Eiffel Tower and you see kind of, like, the zombies running toward it. So, right. you know, oops, spoiler guess what? There was never another one. So, but yeah. Danny Boyle did not direct this one. Um, he was like producer, but I think anybody gets a producer credit sometimes. I think I right. get a producer credit on something. Why not? Just kidding. But um, yeah, of the two, Twenty Eight Days Later is my favorite because it's filmed really beautifully and it's so creepy and stark, and it really reminds me of like the first season of The Walking Dead. Just like it's in it's in London, it's in England, and it's like the, the main character was um, in the hospital because he had been injured on a bike accident. I believe it's Killian Murphy. Yes, it is. Um, and he wakes up and nobody's there, right? So he's sort of walking around this like empty city, and when he had the accident everything was completely normal he wakes up and nobody's there and it's like desolate and abandoned and he has no idea what happened which is like kind of what happens to Rick in the yeah, yeah, it totally you is. get those like all those stark images of somebody walking around a city when there is like no one else there which is so bizarre Rick was walking around a small to, town to a small town whereas but... he's in London you know being an American it's impossible to go anywhere without seeing people, right. really. You know, I mean, I can't leave my house without seeing at least a couple of neighbors. But to see no one and you're in a big city is and there's the trash everywhere and it's silent, loneliest feeling. Yeah, like it's so desolate and hopeless. But um, but yeah, good good films if you haven't seen them. Good stuff. 
Um, all right, so switching back to TV for two to talk about two TV so two TV shows. <laughs> Just got a tongue twister going on over here. Keep giving me beer while we do this. Oh, we're gonna talk about iZombie. Uh, iZombie's in its it's gonna be starting its third season in January. So the concept here is that there was an incident on a yacht, and um, now Isn't we got some always? yeah some uh, energy drink was involved, and now we got some zombies, <laughs> but. You retain your humanity. You lose your pigmentation in your hair and your skin. You retain your humanity as long as you eat brains. If you don't eat brains, then you turn into what we know more of as the standard... Zombage. Yep. Slow-moving zombie. So our main character here, she is off solving crimes by eating brains. Nom, nom, nom. So she eats the brains of the people that died and she gets their persona. So, like, you know, sometimes she'll, like, you know, eat, like, brain of, like, like a hipster, or she'll eat the brain of, like... It's kind of fun, it's like, like Quantum Leap, but yeah. she stays in her own body. But, you know, she's nothing like, uh, what's the name of the girl from, uh, Orphan Black? Tatiana Maslany? Yeah, her. She's a fantastic actress. The, the girl from iZombie is, is nowhere, she wants to be her so bad... But she is nowhere even close that to That girl her. is outstanding. I think we might have said this on one of the other podcasts, but I was reading an article that someone had sent me about her. And her mother showed up on set the one day on Orphan Black. Yeah, and she was playing different roles. And her mother was like, when am I going to see my little girl? And they were like, no, that, that was that, her. That was her. And that was yep. also her. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, didn't even recognize. That's so crazy. So, uh, yeah, iZombie wants to be Orphan Black at times as far as the, the different personas go. And using the same actress, uh, but you know, uh, another great thing about iZombie is that it's got Sark from Alias, who is always like a great Sark. villain. So he, once again, he's playing a great villain. You know, typecast much, but you know, so some people are just good at being evil. Sark is, you know, he was a zombie, like, and then like he was cured, and he wanted to still be a zombie. Yeah, were you talking about David Tennant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's, he's, he's good at being he's evil. Good. He's also great at being Doctor Who. He's my favorite. I did hear that. Yes. So. um... A zombie left us with a big cliffhanger at the end of season two. I actually stopped halfway through season two because I had too many shows, and then I, I finished it up when it hit Netflix, and I kind of regret not watching it when it was on because it was it's an outstanding show. So you can catch the first two seasons of iZombie on Netflix. Also, there was a period of time where I was worried that the CW shows were kind of kiddish because they were dumbed down this other show. What's it called? Oh, Supernatural. I'm still watching it. I know. <laughs> But I think Arrow has really brought, you know, in the last five five years, Arrow has brought CW really more adult. I love Vampire adult. Diaries. I'm really, really sad that it's ending. Oh. It's a very solid show. Good rating. Moving on. Z Nation. Now, I was having a conversation with a podcast listener a couple weeks ago when we'd go see a, a Monarch Moth. And yeah. Him and his wife said to me, you watch Z Nation? Yes, I watch Z Nation. Z Nation is outstanding. They're, you know, <laughs> it is it is silly. It is they're having fun. Oh yeah, there's it's always something ridiculous. Movie. Yeah, it's made by the Asylum, and you know they're the same people who made Sharknado. Right. They make all those like if you go to the Asylum's like website, they like they they'll make like Transmorphers when the Transformers movie comes out. Ah. They made snakes <laughs> on a train when ah. snakes on a plane Whoa, came out. Whoa, Scepta! Don't yeah. get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Finally running on a normal schedule, kind of again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you haven't said anything about like the train running late I know, lately. I know. You, you better That's pound right. it. Pound it down. Sorry, if that was loud. <laughs> oh man, 
Yeah, so Z Nation, uh, you, seriously, you can just pick it up. You don't even need to, like, you know, know the backstory that much. Um, there's uh, someone who got bit, but he was injected with the cure. Now he's blue, and he is the cure for all zombies. He can control other zombies, but he's Ooh. an asshole. Because mm. they were testing on prisoners, so. Oh, not, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they totally, like, stole that idea from um, the passage. Pretty much. By Justin Cronin. <laughs> <laughs> See Asylum, they'll take a lot of ideas. Though it's they fine. did come up with Sharknado. A, that's amazing. We also made the Squirrel Cane based off of... Well, we totally did. We were, <laughs> we were spoofing. We, weren't, we were spoofing no claims to be original. No, not at all. We made uh, so Z Nation is nothing but bloody, gory, fun. Hot mess. Which, yeah. Wasn't that Harold Perrineau in the first season from Lost? He was in the first like, episode. Uh, yeah. And then but now, like, like, if you gone. go to that show, like, if you go to it and you see, like, the cast, like, you go on Fios and you click info and it'll tell you who's on it. It's like, his name's at the top one on there. It's like, he was in one episode. And he's like, later. All right. Oh, well. Uh, moving on. A couple years ago, we were graced with the brilliance of Zombieland. Love this movie. Zombieland. Love Bill Murray. Um, I loved Abigail Breslin, Woody Harrelson, Woody Jesse Harrelson, Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg, and what's her face? That cute little redhead that was in Little um, Miss Sunshine. No, that's Abigail Breslin. Oops, the her the one that plays her older sister. Um, yeah, I don't... she was in um, that movie with Michael Keaton that won all the Oscars. Birdman. I have to go look up her name. Emma Stone. Oh, yeah, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She's as cute as a bug's ear, that She's one. She's great. Um, I love this the relationship between her and Abigail, you know, that they were sisters and they were, like, looking out for each other, but they're kind of badasses. They're not, like, damsels in distress in the normal sense. They were fighting and taking care of themselves. Um, Jesse Eisenberg is so funny as, like, the neurotic, like, nerdy college student that didn't have any friends and, like, wants to, like, meet girls and... And is just a hot mess and not like surviving. But... Woody Harrelson was great as you know he was missing something in his life and these people yeah, gave it to him, right? Even though he claimed it, you know they didn't. Uh, the whole he's a good kook that one for sure. The whole cast, the action, the comedy, the suspense. Yeah, it, it was is... definitely scary. Yeah, you know, like there's definitely scenes where you think the zombies are really going to get them. Yeah, they're really good. You know, and it it sort of made it like very real. You know, like poor Jesse Eisenberg trying to like go to the bathroom in the Speaking gas station. The it's like, you know, he has all those rules for like surviving, and it's like, yeah, you don't think about like the practical implications of dealing with the zombie infestation. Like, what if you want to eat a sandwich? Like, you can't. <laughs> Remember his fear anyway. clowns too. We appreciate God, that. Hate we hate clowns. Yeah, zombie clowns. So. That's even worse. Yeah. All right, moving down the list. We're about halfway through, and we're about halfway through our time, too. So Warm Bodies was a great yep. little rom-com we, uh, we watched yeah, a couple of years ago. I really liked this movie. And there I felt were... like it came out, and there was a lot of hype around it, and then like no one has spoken about it in years. I know, so I got like Rob John Cordry, Malkovich is in it. John yeah, Malkovich. Like... Uh, what's his name? Little, um, 
Little Franco, Little Hank Dave. McCoy, Dave Franco, Dave Franco, um, Nicholas Holt, who obviously oh yeah, is Nicholas Holt Beast, yeah Beast, and he's the, been in a lot of other stuff, movies. but I always call him Beast. He's been in so many. Really he's in that like movie him. Equals we watched. That yeah, was really he good. is. He's very. That's gonna go in our book movies did you miss in 2016. Yeah, no yeah. Watched Equals. That was actually a cool movie. Uh, I really like him. I think he's such a good actor. He really brought a lot of heart to the the role of a zombie. And in this story, you know, it seems I think it's like another virus outbreak type thing, but. But they can be healed by like relationships. They have to be reminded about relationships and and love. essentially love. Yeah, and that sort of kickstarts their heart back in. But if they if that doesn't happen to them, eventually they become these like scary Skeletor guys. That, yeah, like, they just want to like kill and destroy. But they look like skeletons, which is which is pretty eerie. So the humans are obviously very wary of the zombies, of course. Yeah, so but the zombies apart. are wary of the skeletons. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Malkovich kept calling them, skeletons. That's why I'm just going to call them that. That's fine. But, you know, I so it was kind of cool because, Malkovich. like, the zombies in this one are stuck in the middle. So, like, like Nicholas Holt's, like, character, he has his own place in this... Um, yeah, he's like airplane. A guy, he's got his thought kind of. process. Yeah, his best friends Rob Corddry, you and know, they, who like they see each other, they like go day, to like yeah, but they don't talk. They just grunt. They just kind of like grunt. Yeah, really talk. But yeah, it's like they're kind of like sad homeless people almost. That's exactly but like, what but, it is. But sickly, you know, like right. they don't have anywhere to be and they don't fit in society and people are kind of scared of them. But really, they're not. They're human in a lot of ways, and and if they're loved, then they can come back. But. I, I like this movie. I watched it again the other night. It was on Spotify oh, because of Halloween. <gasps> it was on TV? And I was like, Neato Mosquito. Like, this actually is such a cute movie. Like, yeah, it was really Warm Bodies it. is a great movie. And you know, another great one, too, um, that's kind of on the, the comedy side is a movie called Fido. All right, so Fido is, it's kind of like your, like, like would you say 50s style? Like, propaganda yeah. piece kind of thing? Like, make sure your zombies wear their collars. So basically, Fido's is like, the zombie outbreak happened, we won, and now there's safe zones people live in. And it's like, you know, you got your, like, 50s housewife, you know, cooking pie while dad's at the factory all day. Right. They have, they call it Fido because the zombies are wearing these, like, collars, and they can control them through the collar. Aw, like pup toys. Right, pretty much, yeah. So they can tell them to do stuff, so everybody, every home has, like, a zombie that's, like... <laughs> You know, doing chores, vacuuming, you know, washing the car and stuff like that. Eating robbers or uh-huh. rapists that come in the night. Eh. Yep. Well, um, so, you know, there's a little bit of like, you know, waking up that's going on with some of the, the you know, the zombies. And that's why we have some of our, you know, our conflict. We see life outside of the walls, which is some other part of our conflict that we see. Um, so it's not just all everything is, everything is awesome in the world of Fido, but... It was um, just a delightful movie. It was like one of those at the end, you just have like a big smile on your face when it ends. Aww. Yeah, pretty neat. Moving on. This one's all in Spanish. But it's super cool, so don't discount it just because you might have to read some Some, some subtitles. subtitles. We're going to talk about Juan of the Dead. Yes, Juan of the Dead is a comedy, yeah. but kind of a dark one. Yeah. Again, about zombies. Not as funny as I thought it was going to be, no, but it's extremely bloody. entertaining. Yeah. It's more bloody and a little scary, but I very much enjoyed it. It takes place in Cuba. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of government issues about, you know, the government was still kind of trying to control people, and, you know, the police can't really be trusted but then the undead rise, and this one man and his family try to create a business out of 
Um, Eradicating yeah. zombies from your home. <laughs> it's little little Ghostbusters. It is. It's, little it's, bit, it's, uh, it's really good. I was surprised at how good it was and how like sad I was when it was over. Like we thought like, it was gonna be good, good. <laughs> and then it like exceeded our expectations. Yeah, the characters. I remember, like, good. I went on to like the the Facebooks afterwards and was like. I never, I know, I don't do this, but like I went back on. I was like, watch this movie. Yeah, and a couple well, of people did and told me it was great. Yeah, because like you know, a lot we've seen so many zombie movies, and I've seen so many crappy ones. But like when you see one that's like innovative or they come up with a new idea and handle it in a different way, it's that's like, what we it's want. Really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exciting. So check out One of the Dead. One of the Dead. Here's another Very great cool. uh, India uh, zombie movie that came out. Last year, we talked about this one on our, it was actually the image too of our, our what movies did you miss last year, is it's called Cooties. Right. This cast, this movie has an amazing cast. It's got Elijah Wood. It's got Hurley from Lost. Yeah, right. It's He's got like Rain Wilson. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's got a, a ton of a ton of great people. I'm, I'm even drawing like a blank. Little kids that turn into zombies. Kids eating some it's tainted really meat. scary. And sneezing on other kids, and then you know how kids are. They if one kid gets a germ on them, all the kids have it because they're always touching on each other and wrestling. God knows what. Yeah. Oh yeah. Biting. Pushing each other. Scratching. Jumping on each other. You know. Yeah. Sharing food. So cooties. Um, the concept is here is that all the kids, you know, basically, um, you know, if you haven't hit puberty yet. You're infected. Basically. And you are ripping people apart for Oh, food. yeah, man. The one, like, a, like, like aid, the like, the, yeah, like the, the lunch lady aid or yeah. whatever. Like, whoo, dang, these kids are vicious. Yeah, it is, uh, and it's summer school, so it's not like a full school. Yeah. You know, it's like. People come to pick up their there. kids, and the kids are all crazy and evil. But yep. um, it's a it's a fun movie, and Elijah Wood is a good time in this movie. He's a guy that tried to go out and have a big city career and sort of failed, and he's trying to be like a writer, kind of writing a novel, but mostly slacking. He's like not writing a novel. Do. Yeah, and uh, he's like back to try to help out with summer school, and then he ends up in a world of Twinkie cream. <laughs> yeah, you know what else we should talk about, which we didn't have our, on our list, was on Boy Scouts. Scouts versus... Oh, yeah, Scouts. Uh, Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, See? Guide. I knew we'd forget something. I know. That was, that was good. a really that was fun good. movie, too. Yeah. One of my bosses men. like asked me about that. Yeah. He's like, uh, you uh, you see this uh, Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? I'm like, uh, y- yes, sir. We yeah. never talk about stuff like this. What's going on? <laughs> it's a fun movie, though. And it was cute, like, that the boys sort of band together and, like, you know, uh, weapons because they're being inventive Boy Scouts, right? It's sort of also about, like, that adolescent point where is it cool to still be a Boy Scout anymore? And they're kind of questioning that. Or should we go, like, party right. and meet girls? Well, yep. in this case, it really helped them that they had those skills. Right, exactly. But, uh, yeah, they so Cooties, Scouts, Guide, guide the, definitely mm-hmm. some fun movies to check out if you like kids and zombies. Here's another one that is, like, if you want a good-looking movie with a lot of effects, don't watch this next one. No, but, but the story is Cool. The story's fine. And we're talking about... Ah! ah! Zombies! So, ah, zombies. The concept here is that we're following a bunch of friends who were out drinking, mm-hmm. and they don't know they were bit. Yeah. And so, in their mind, they're doing everything normal. 
but really they're not. People are <laughs> scared of them and running away from them and terrified. And moving much faster than they are. Moving so much faster than they are, yeah. Yeah, so you're in the head of the zombies sort of seeing the rest of the world. The budget on this one is like, we made it in my basement. But it <laughs> doesn't change the fact that it's a fun movie. It is fun. It was outside. We laughed through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Because we were, we, were, we were so worried going into it that it was going it's to be like crappy. complete like garbage. But it wasn't. No, no. It was, yeah, it was really great. I don't want to say too much more because... No, I mean, that's the concept. So just go and enjoy it. Yeah, go and enjoy it. Ah! Ah, zombies! Here's another one that's fun, and this one I know is still on Netflix streaming, is Zombievers. Zombievers! Little cameo from John Mayer, if you're a fan. Right, right in the beginning. Yeah, but some... basically it's it's beavers that are zombies that yeah. attack people, which is hilarious in and of itself. Right. Conceptually hilarious. Mm-hmm. So the kids are like running a lake house, and there they of are. They and, you know, <laughs> what's going on with those beavers in the lake? And then... Oh, you don't want to know what's going on with those beavers. A great ending to a great, what could possibly be a great sequel. So fun. Definitely just super silly, funny, you know. Completely ridiculous. Like, want to drink beer with your I can't believe that it. Like, screaming out, Zombievers! Zombievers should be like a Saturday night (laughs) sci fi movie, the way it was. Like, really, it shouldn't have been like a direct to disc release. It really should have been on. Yeah, it should have been on sci fi and Saturday night. Sit down and watch with their. You know, teenage kids and everybody gets a good laugh. Yeah. That's not overly offensive. It's just silly. Um, But yeah, Zombievers is a good time. Uh, The Crazies, I will admit, I never saw the original Crazies, have you? No, I I only ever saw the remake. Yeah. um, What's his name? Isn't that Fergie's husband? That's that's like the lead character in that. Who? You know, that singer from um, the Black Eyed Peas. I thought she was. Yeah. Actually, maybe it's not him. I always get him confused. So anyway. <laughs> with that guy that was in Stephen King's... Um, so we got small town Iowa here. Dream. And we got some government thing dumped in yeah, the water. it's Timothy Oliphant. So it's it's actually... I was wrong. So it's Timmy, Timothy Oliphant. He's the guy that was in um, Dreamcatcher. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So he's the lead character. I always get him confused with that guy that's married to that black eyed pea lady. So the crazies is... Um, Basically, you know, you, how would you say it? Like, it's people you got in small this town, town, Iowa, and the water gets contaminated. Yeah, and people start acting strangely, like a little bit at a time, but then all of a sudden it like escalates super fast, and then you've got like the government there, you know, patrolling and separating people, and yeah, based upon temperature. Sort of and one of the main characters yeah. is pregnant, so her temperature is higher, and... It's totally normal. Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, so she's in the wrong camp, she's in the camp with all the crazies, and then they gotta get out. Crazies! Um, yeah. It's spooky, sad. Suspenseful. Suspenseful, yeah, people using farm tools in evil ways because their brains are addled. When he turns, like, the combine on in front of, like, like, it's just, like, spinning in front of that guy. Oh, sick! Scary. And it's like, you know, they, the the zombies turn really fast in this one too. So yeah. you kinda you find out that you're bitten or That's whatever, it. contaminated and you've got maybe twenty minutes. Yep. So you know, you might have time to save a couple people or get your loved ones away from you, but it's not much. Nope. You know? All right, this next one you saw, I never saw. Yeah, this is such a fun movie. So Boy Eats Girl, it's a British movie. Um, and this one, the origin of the zombies is actually that 
the mother um, is like a voodoo priestess and has studied like how to bring people back from the dead because that's the the real origin of zombies is that in Haiti um, and also in in New Orleans there were people that practiced voodoo and part of voodoo was this idea that you could bring someone who is deeply asleep and or dead into a trance like state where the voodoo priestess or priest would control that person and their actions. So there were people who, you know, were murdered and things like that and incidents that happened and people blamed it on what they were referring to as zombies who are essentially people who are mind-controlled by voodoo priests and priestess. Right. So in this story, it takes place in England and the mom of this young man is is sort of a voodoo practitioner and she has a big scary evil book like Ash has and Ash vs. <laughs> Evil Dead. Um, and he is heartbroken over a girl in his class who he loves and she does not reciprocate. So he tries to kill himself at the beginning of the movie, but his mother can't stand to live without him. So she turns him into a zombie. Nice. And so, you know, the whole movie is about him sort of not understanding what exactly he is or, or what's going on with him, but then sort of thirsting for blood and an English prep school. Um, and still trying to attract the attention of his beloved classmate. Mm. Um, so it's a love story. Yeah. And um, it's it funny. very creepy. It's very funny. It is very um, funny. It's really good writing. Um, if you haven't had a chance to see it, check it out. It's just a good time. I it might really check is, it out. That I saw it pretty good. At, like, on a lark when they used to have Fearnet, and they used to put all sorts of cool stuff on Fearnet. And I was like, is this going to be good? And I was like, this, this is good. So that's why I wanted to drop it in there. There's also a movie called Dance of the Dead, which is essentially like a prom situation where some high school students find themselves zombified. Um, not as good as this one. Boy Eats Girl is much better, but if you're bored on a Friday night, that's not a bad movie to check out either. I never heard of that one either. Right. Yeah. I did hear with this next one. There's two yes. of these. We only have one here. Uh, Quarantine. Yes. This was pretty scary. So we got, the you know... chick from um, Dexter. Dexter. She Dexter's plays like a reporter, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have a, a building downtown completely blocked off by a certain incident happening inside. Nobody knows what's going on. Right. So someone, some intrepid reporter. So it's more um, found footage style. Right, based so on... Singular a, camera. I think a Spanish movie called Re- Record, like REC. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, it, it is a, a which I remake. did not see that original one. So so here we're bad. dealing with you know let's let's explore floor by floor what's going on here and there's some you know there's some creepiness and craziness oh, lots, lots of, of night vision lots of night vision lots of creepiness mm-hmm. lots of you know what's the origin of this situation mm-hmm. and you know apartment buildings can be spooky places old apartment really, buildings yeah especially. I live and when I my sister and I lived together in Ardmore we lived in this sort of spooky apartment where the light at the end of the hallway didn't always work and they had this like awful wallpaper that was like patriot like i've been in spookier places than that yeah but i'm just saying you know it's like sort of i know standard looking dark dark in the corners type place and you don't always know what your neighbors are up to so (laughs) stuff going on and that's the sort of situation you have here so a lot cor- of people sort of cordoned off by themselves. So right. anything could be happening behind that door that you're walking by. It's kind of kind of creepy. Quarantine two ditched the found footage and uh, moved into a straight story, and it was happening at the same time the quarantine is happening, and it kind of filled in some of the gaps. It kind of also at the same time made it kind of cheesy. 
Um, and then you kind of see how the whole thing was kind of unraveling again on an airplane. So, um, Quarantine 2 was okay. Quarantine, though, was great. Yeah, for sure. It was sure. great. Uh, yeah, it's only creepy, movie. especially when, like, the lights go out and you're trying to figure out, like, what's going to happen next or who might jump out of you. Ah! Ah! I think it's only right that you speak about the next one. Sure. So, um, Pet Cemetery, sort of um, outside of Cell, Stephen King's other uh, ode to zombies. Um, this uh, Pet Cemetery, both the book and the movie, are so scary to me. Um, it's that whole idea where, like, yeah, that you, you love people in your life so much that it's really hard to let them go. So what happens if there's a cemetery where you can bury them and they might come back? But when they come back, here's the thing, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. They're not really themselves. Um, and Fred Gwynn is so great in the movie. Um, obviously, he played uh, the Frankenstein character on um, the, not the Adams Family. The Munsters. The Munsters. Oh, right. Um, but in this, he's just sort of like a grandpa, like a country grandpa that sits out on his front porch. And he's neighbors to this doctor and his wife that move into this country home kind of idyllic looking you know they have a big yard and he's going to be the doctor like this this small hospital there raise his family he's got a little girl and little boy lovely wife well you know of course that never lasts and the cat is the first to go because unfortunately their lovely home is right off of a a busy street that's um frequented by truck drivers who you know are carrying heavy loads and not always looking where they're going and the cat is not the first victim of the street outside um but he is the first one that gets buried in the pet cemetery and comes back and he is no longer himself um you know yeah the the book is really creepy too the movie really tracks the book very well it's a great adaptation it is and it and both are just really scary and so sad. I mean, like, the heartbreak of losing people that you love. Yeah. And wanting that hope that, like, you know, maybe you could see them again. But with that nope. you know, hope comes a lot of uncertainty that doesn't turn out well for anybody in the story. But really scary if you haven't seen it. Not Pet Cemetery 2 with Edward Furlong. Just skip it. No, 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 don't do that. No. I, I almost... saw it in the theater with my sister. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. I love that. I love Stephen King, but that had nothing to do with anything. And I was like, "What the Sam Hill happened here?" Nope. So yeah, skip Pet Cemetery too. It's just gross and sad and dumb. But the first one is really a good scary movie. Still, that's great. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna round this podcast out by talking about The Walking Dead. Yeah. But before we do that, let's talk about how terrible. Fear the Walking Dead is. (laughs) I have now made a conscious decision at the end of season two of Fear the Walking Dead that I am not continuing to watch it. I have removed it from my DVR's record, and I just don't care anymore. The first season, I was kind of like interested to see where they were going. The first half of the second season, I was kind of interested to see where they're going. This second half of the second season was just, oh, every week I was so bored, and I don't care about the junkie guy. I just don't care. This is like an episode where he had to, like, make drugs, too. I uh, just, I uh, just, no. I uh, just, oh, uh, no. No, I'm not attached to any of the characters. They're so flat. They're so boring. Some are like, you know when someone's, like, trying to be, like, sneaky and mysterious? 
but they just come across as shady and annoying. That's what's going on in this podcast, <laughs> or in this show. <laughs> I hope it's not going on in our podcast. I'm going to edit that out. Yep. This show is just so boring. Like, it, it's like, I hope they never meet our friends on the East Coast, because then Rick should just beat the hell out of all of them. Yeah, I only watched maybe one or two episodes. Like, I, I, here's the thing with me. I watched the first three seasons of Walking Dead, and I really like them, but now I live by myself, so I haven't been watching it regularly, because it really scares me. And I know I love horror movies, but, like, Walking Dead just really scares me. So, but when I do happen to watch an episode, I'm always like, this show is so damn good. If only it didn't scare me. Um, so I did watch, like, the first couple of episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, and then I was like, how about no? I need to sleep. How about just, like, oh, boring. But. Bore the Walking Dead. Yeah, my friend Bobby at work that I was talking to um, the other day about this, like, he said he likes it because he thinks it's cool, like, showing the breakdown of society. So maybe for you people out there that are into It's that, already done. Now they're, of. like, at the same, they're at the same point now where they're at, where, like, the Walking Dead started. There was no... They, they could have done so much... They had so much time to talk about the breakdown of society and Fear the Walking Dead that they didn't have in, walk, in The Walking Dead. And they they seriously just skipped right past it, to be honest with you. Bummer. They, that's, they should have spent three seasons on just the breakdown of society. Yeah. Now it's Like that like, point when people stopped ta- talking about the Kardashians, for example, because oh. their neighbors were trying to eat their brains. Ah. <laughs> but anyway... Anyway, let's Walking talk about Dead The Walking Dead... Is, Awesome show. I, I, you know, I've said in previous podcasts that I was really annoyed at seasons two and three of the show because I felt like they were just drawn out and they could have done a better job. Farm was really drawn out, but But there were some good characters. The show has bounced back, and when we're recording this, only one episode of the new season started, and that episode, I'm sure everyone has seen. Yeah, if you haven't, I'm sorry, dude, but you got to watch it. Or we're not going to say. We're not going to tell you what happened, but. It's effing brutal. I can't remember That's the last time I watched a television show live, not recorded. That wasn't like, you know, sports. Yeah. Sports. Yeah, my family was all watching it and texting me while it was going on. I made Kristen watch it with me. I'm glad I did. Because every time I do watch that show, because I saw one episode from last season where the young woman who, like, I think she was like a pharmacist or something. Anyway, she used to be on Nurse Jackie. And the whole episode was, like, sort of about her. She was going into town with Daryl um, to go check out this pharmacy to get medicine to bring back. And, you know, she's randomly killed. And it was so good, but it was so brutal. Like, it's so brutal because this show always makes you, like, care so much about the characters right before they're like, and goodbye. That's a, that, now they're going to die. <laughs> right before she got killed, too, I was sitting there and I'm like, you know what? They're giving her an awful lot of screen time. Yep. This, oh, all right. Yep, there you go. And See there, you later. she's gone. And it's so brutal. And it is, like, it's all about, at this point, it's all about, like, people being jerks. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're zombies. The zombies are scary. But guess what? People are still scarier than zombies. Yeah. At least you know what zombies want. People, they can go crazy and they enjoy perpetrating horrible acts on each other for no reason. I mean, people are the scariest monsters in the world. This is true. We are. This is true. We but, probably don't need to tell you to watch The Walking Dead, though, because if you got this yeah, far into a zombie podcast, you, you probably, probably watch it. Check it out. A couple of things we didn't mention was, like, uh, I really want to mention Dead Alive, and I just realized now I forgot that. 
Um, there's a show on the BBC called In the Flesh, which is supposed to be pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. That's uh, another one. And I feel like I had a third one I thought of while we were talking about that last one. I can't remember at all. But anyway, we like zombies. I really dig zombies. And there's a lot of good books about zombies, too. Maybe I'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, uh, stay safe out there. Uh, be good to each other. And um, don't drink infected water. Don't hang out with zombie beavers. And, uh, you know... If you're going to enjoy some nice, fresh brains, make sure you choose someone with some intellect so maybe you could learn something. My advice is that blades don't need reloading. <laughs> so remember, um, if you you got like 24 hours after this came out, that we'll be at a Fall Fest in North Wales on October 29th. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we'll be at ChessyCon. At the end of November. Yeah, the uh, weekend after Thanksgiving. We'll be there for uh, three days. we got a table. You can come talk to us. We're doing a presentation, a live podcast. We're pretty friendly folks. Lots of things and uh, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. We have a new book coming out. We sure do. We're very excited about it. There aren't any zombies in this book. But no. Maybe we'll have some coming up for you. I have a zombie story written, remember? Oh, yeah, you do. I do. We haven't released that yet. No, though. we haven't. In any event... Enjoy some delightful brains. Brains!